Hi, missionaries. Welcome to Mission Moments, where we take a moment to prepare for our mission. The Mission Moments podcast is sponsored by Mission Youth, a community of missionary disciples who come together to equip ourselves to go out and spread Christ's love in the world as apostles of the new evangelization. So as you know, this podcast is all about helping everyday Catholics learn to be a missionary like you're called to be. And we share experiences and talk about skills, tips, and best practices for your missions. I'm Father Adam Zettel. Uh, I've been on here a few times in this season, and I have a guest with me today whose name is Father Cruz. How are you, Father Cruz? Yes, good. Uh, hi, hi. My name is Father Cruz Calderon. I'm a priest Welcome. of the Catholic Diocese of Dallas, and I have been a priest for 14 years. I just celebrated my 14th anniversary, December the 6th. Amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, Father. 14 years. Next year will be a big anniversary then for you. Yes, next year, I have a quinceañera. <laughs> Your quinceañera. <laughs> well, Cruz, you work in uh, kind of a Spanish-speaking area of Dallas, right? Yes, I'm a priest for the Diocese of Dallas, and I have served in five different parishes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I noticed you. Uh, you also are online quite a bit on, uh, you know, the Catholic Diocese of Dallas uh, official masses sometimes on their on their social media. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Oh, that's correct. Yes, we have been uh, continue tele uh, recording the masses for the for the elderly, for the sick, and I'm uh-huh. I'm one of the the Spanish celebrants. Nice, nice. Yeah, Father Cruz and I uh, we go back a few years. I. I was blessed to be working in Dallas for three years, um, up until last September. And while I was there, we got to collaborate a lot on missions, which is why we invited Father Cruz on today to our podcast. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, and uh, before Father Adam, I have been involved with the uh, with the missionaries since uh, 2011. Well, I was the pastor at Our Lady of Perpetual Help at that time. Bishop uh, Kevin Farrell, now Cardinal seeing the necessity of our youth doing the missionary work, but he saw the not being too safe going to other countries. So he decided to do uh, missionary work here in our own diocese. So we started at the Lady of Perpetual Help receiving, welcoming the first missionaries from uh, Legionaries of Christ. Nice, nice. So that was um, that was a few assignments ago for you in the sense that you were at Our Lady of Perpetual Help that was before I even got there, right? And then, yes, uh, was before. and then you were moved to Santa Clara. That's correct. I was there. Right, I was five years in Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and then I was four years in Santa Clara, and now I'm here at Santa Cecilia, two years and a half. And you were hosting missionaries at all three of those parishes. The three different parishes. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, I know Working I, with different priests too. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I got there, uh, Father Simon. Was the one for Simon Cleary, who's now in the Philippines. He was doing missions uh, before I got there. I took his place in uh, Dallas, and uh, he introduced us. <laughs> right. Um, Remember, we used to have our first meeting to first to know each other and also to start planning the uh, the missions. Used we used to go out for lunch. Yeah. And have a fraternity lunch and and pl- start planning the the missions. I remember yeah, those times. Absolutely. I was, we were just thinking before we started recording here that um, it's a good pre- best practice to share with people, you know, um, if you're starting missions up in a parish or in your city, uh, good first step is to get your, your priest in contact with the parish priest or to go and reach out to the parish priest and, you know, 
invite him out for lunch. <laughs> right? <laughs> invite him out for lunch and uh so you can, before talking business, you can, you know, share some fellowship and get on the same page, right? That's correct. Yeah. I remember doing that year after year. Um, we were we were there. We did my my first time doing Holy Week missions with you was uh the year before the pandemic, I think. It was the one year normal one. Then we did in 2020, we did the online missions. In 2021, it was still kind of pandemic, still some restrictions and stuff. We did uh another mission there at uh, that was at your new parish already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Santa Cecilia. So, friends, we'd just like to share with you a little bit um, what it's like from the perspective of a pastor to to host uh, missions at his parish. Um, Going to try to try try to pick Father Cruz's brain about what's good and what's bad, or what's difficult, um, or what's what's positive about it, and and good best practices for for that relationship with the parish and how how we can serve our, our local pastors through through mission youth missions. Um, so you said, how many years have you been doing the missions in total? Probably 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, I guess I, a curiosity of mine is like, what, what was it like initially? What was your first experience like when you ran into mission youth? It, it, all my experience with the mission have been awesome, terrific. Uh, working as a parish with the missionaries working together is beautiful because we work as a church and we learn from each other, both mm-hmm. to serve God's people. Yeah. Did did you um did you have any say in like what what the mission was actually going to consist in and what they were going to be doing? Was that brought to you? Was it proposed to you or different projects, different activities? Uh, the missionaries come to our parish. They help us uh, to evangelize. They help us uh, in cleaning, repairing, uh, participating of the different celebrations, celebrating our freedom uh, together. And this uh-huh. is a, has been a great experience because it has been, most of the time, has been a bilingual services. In okay. both uh, the church and, and and the missionaries, we work together and we learn from each other. Uh, different are the same faith, uh, but different culture. But we learn a lot from each other. Yeah, that's actually I think one of the blessings of your parish in particular. Um, while I was there, was that you know it was almost for the for the people we were bringing from a certain demographic, it was almost like going to a different culture. Uh, because the parish was so immersed in in the culture of uh, the Hispanic culture and the, the same the, that type of food, um, the language of the liturgies was different. It was almost like going to another country in a certain sense, right? You know, and we got to experience all the warmth and, and friendliness and and everything of of the people at your parish as well, which was a huge huge blessing, right? Yeah, I think that I think that a big question is kind of like where to start in the sense of like. What can what can our mission be, and what can we do to help? Um, and I and I think that what you were just saying kind of underlines that parishes have needs, you know, and there's there's lots of different needs. There's the need of evangelization, which is probably our first priority on missions. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the need of bringing people back to church? It, yeah, sure. Uh, we used to organize this activity. We used to call them first uh, knocking 
the doors. We used to go to the neighborhood and invite people from the parish and the missionaries walking together on the streets, knocking doors, uh, bringing flyers, bringing the information about uh, the parish, the bulletin, uh, to remind people that there, there is a Catholic church in the area, uh, what services uh, we provide, uh, the mass time, the confession times. Uh, during the Holy Week, we used to bring uh, the freedom uh, calendar, uh, uh -huh. praying with the, with, with the families. I remember also we used to knock the doors and a lot of people, some people, they were by themselves. When mm -hmm. they saw us and they they uh, find out that we were Catholic, they were very excited because they were uh -huh. Catholics too. And they thought, oh, only the Protestants are missionaries, not Catholics. So they were very excited receiving us. And we used to pray with them, uh, listening to their needs. Uh, there was one time in, I think it was in this uh, Santa Cecilia, this, this parish, what we did, uh -huh. we invited missionaries to come like what, like a, two or three weekends before uh, missions. And they used to sign up families to come and mm -hmm. visit them, to come mm -hmm. and bless the house, to pray with the sick. And this is another thing that the missions bring is extra priests. They bring priests and, and they come and help us with masses, uh, con celebrating. Uh, they help us with confessions, uh, visiting the families, going in and bless houses. Great experiences. Yeah, I, I remember especially with that idea of signing up for visits from missionaries. Um, it was a great kind of a solution to the the struggle of in some parts of the world in some parts of our world it's really hard knocking on doors mm -hmm. to get people to open the door to you um, and oftentimes you could spend a whole morning knocking and not get any anyone answering right whereas if you kind of make an appointment beforehand then you have you know the assurance that you're going to be able to mission to actually do some some mission with you know there are fruitful ways of knocking on doors even if nobody answers you can pray for the people or right uh, people see you it's still it's still fruitful in some way but when we started getting people to sign up for a visit then some really beautiful encounters would happen i remember that we we went with a, a group of guys came with me to do anointing of the sick for for some uh for some elderly people and i don't think they had ever been at an anointing of the sick before and here we got to go into people's homes and and some of them had very you know very small simple homes very humble and and they were very kind and generous with us and yet they were sick you know and it was like a real encounter with people's needs right and it's basically just in your backyard because it's, it's someone's it's someone who's just you know very close who lives in the same city as you you know that's a that's a powerful experience i think i think for the missionaries it was it was very good to do that yeah and it, it seemed like it seemed to me do you think that the the parishioners liked that experience of uh yeah they I they love it because we have been doing it every year and also uh, getting involved the missionaries to participate in our celebrations it is a great experience for them and and for the parishioners uh we during the freedom on holy friday we used to invite the missionaries to prepare uh seven guys and, and come and share about the seven the seven last words of jesus and it was beautiful because again, it was a bilingual service. Uh -huh. uh, 
and they used to come explain and pray together uh, and also pray together the, the, the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stations of the Cross. In, um, the Living Station of the Cross. Yeah. Uh, great experiences. Yeah, I remember the, the seven last words talk. Um, when when I got there, that was the first time I had seen it done where the missionaries would give the give the talks and you'd have one boy for each of those. Um, and it's just like, it's such a blessing to be able to prepare a reflection on those words. And it's so deep uh, and so spiritual. It's, it was really, really good. Um, a good way to do missions and a good way to serve the parish because the parishioners come and they get this spiritual nourishment from the missionaries as well. Yeah. Um, do you remember at, at Santa Clara at your, uh, well, I guess that was your second parish in Dallas and that was the, where I met you. They had a, a living stations, which was really well done and really elaborate. It's great costumes and makeup and everything. Um, and you used to ask the missionaries to be like the the crowd control. Of yeah, the, because of, I remember we had like about 2,000, 3,000 people. I don't remember. But it was a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, of course, we were walking, doing um, the living stations. And all the characters, all the, uh, they were walking. But a lot of people, they were running over them. So we invited <laughs> the missionaries to help us with the crowds. Yeah. Yeah, which was kind of neat because they also got to be like front row of all of the action, you know, to see Jesus being beaten and carrying his cross. It's great, great experience. Uh, then later on in your next parish, we did a living stations, which was like a freeze frame kind of stations of the cross where they would uh, they would get in position and then freeze there. And then meditations and reflections would be read um i'm in pretty good costumes for that one too but also also just a way of serving the parish do you do you have other ways that uh i think we used to serve just in practical ways cleaning up and stuff right also yes um the the missionaries they come and help us and do because it's the hispanic parishes we don't have too much uh people employees so there is a lot of work a lot of needs to be done and the missionaries come and help us to do cleaning, to help us to uh, decorate the church for every celebration for ter- Holy Thursday, for Good Friday, for the the, the Easter Vigil, uh, for Easter Sunday. They used to come and help us to decorate also the church with the flowers and everything. Yeah, cleaning yeah, afterwards, I think... and it was beautiful. Yeah, I A think lot, one of the be very helpful yeah awesome one of the best uh experiences i think we had was when it was the the second year of the pandemic so what was that 2021 right or yes and uh and we had it was still there were still some restrictions it couldn't be an overnight mission so the kids were going home to to sleep at night and then coming back for missions the next day and uh but on Holy Thursday, we we did that outdoor the soccer field. Yeah, yeah, in the soccer field. Um, yeah, we set up on a stage, and and I remember that we bring them on to the uh, the blessed sacrament, and it was there, and we have some people just sitting outside. 
Yeah, sitting outside in the field, it was and cold. When we invite the missionaries <laughs> and, and father. You 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 would you ban you play? Yeah, we did the music. So the missionaries got to do the you music. The music. Which was a, a highlight for us. And then I thought it was a great uh, example of collaboration with the parish because the the men from the parish built the stage, right? Uh, and set up all the all the lighting, I guess. Um, and and did a very the parishioners did a very beautiful job decorating it, right? Uh, decorating the altar, candles and lights and everything. Um, so it's great. That's a great moment to be able to express your devotion. And I think that doing it outside was was also more experiential. It was kind of like being in a garden. I remember when we when we met at the parish to talk about it. And we were throwing out ideas and walking out there in the field. And you were like, yeah, we could put something right here. And then, you know, we're looking at the trees around and we're like, this is just perfect because it, it feels like you're in the Garden of Gethsemane with Jesus. You know, so definitely, definitely something to, to strive for in the future. <laughs> here in Canada, I got to say, though, I don't think it's really warm enough to do an outdoor uh, <laughs> outdoor adoration, not for very long. <laughs> we could try we could try um there were other ways that the that the parishioners got involved too i think um it's worth bragging about the uh the meals that they used to pre prepare for us yeah i, I remember the the ministries are they're very generous they help us to uh feed the missionaries they uh -huh. welcome them and, uh, uh we invite them hey you share what what, what you can, uh, but yeah, it was a great time to uh, to have a a meal together and yeah. So there was one time. There was one time when we had uh, I forget which day it was. It must have been Holy Saturday. But a group of parishioners, one of the groups from the parish, decided to prepare like our lunch for us, and it was this huge banquet. It was also outside. Um, you know, it's a really long matter. table full of all different types of types of food. Uh, it was spectacular. You know, you almost felt guilty eating it. <laughs> it was a holy Saturday. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. Uh, fasting, so holy Saturday, yeah. the, the group decided to cook a big banquet for us and for the missionaries. And it's one of those things that I feel like it, uh, you know, it always tends to happen once you start doing something that's good in the church is that other people see it and they want to support it. So when, when missions are brought into a parish and, and the parishioners see that it's something good that's going on and it's bringing youth and it's bringing life, then, then there's a lot of people who are willing to, to get behind it and give their support, right? Their time and their work, and even the food is donated, right? So, so good. I think it's a, it's a it's a it's a great time to uh, to receive missionaries, to work as a church together, and uh, both our parish our missionaries they can both learn from each other, from the culture, from uh, the even when we we have the same faith, we have different culture, and I think they can we can learn from each other. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I just uh, I have a few like fun memories from the missions at your parish one was the um the easter vigil was i remember the the one year i, I think you must have had like 40 baptisms or something oh, yes. and and you used to go like 
into the font and stand in the water. I remember, um, and do the whole, the whole ride. It was it was really long, and uh, and we were exhausted from, from a full three days of missions, uh, not sleeping very much at night. I was I was struggling to stay awake there on the, on the sitting up on the altar. You know, um, it was a very beautiful liturgy. It was also bilingual, right? So so everything was happening in two in two languages, and. Uh, yeah, the, the Easter vigil also brings back a lot of memories because of the because of that aspect of being bilingual. That I think one year I sang the Exultet in Spanish and English, alternating, and then and then we also had like the the homily in one language, and then translated partly, you know, an abbreviated version in, <laughs> in the other language. So we would actually end up having two homilies, kind of, you know. But it was it was great, a great experience. I'm, I'm I'm laughing because I remember when I was at OLBH, I don't know it was probably my second year when receiving um, missionaries, and then uh, at the end of the Easter vigil, I was we were thanking all the uh, the servers, and I think I was I, I mentioned oh I said something funny I said like a joke, I said it in Spanish, and then I I was doing the translation, and I don't know my my mind got in blank. So I couldn't translate it. And all the missionaries, they were laughing. Not because I couldn't translate it, but I told them, hey, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot the English. <laughs> and they were laughing. Oh, that, that was the most funny thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. I think I think overall you can say that uh, the missions are, are a blessing both to the parish and to the to missionaries. Um, it's really enriching. Um, I think you had another another just random great idea that you had was um, being able to help, like especially the elderly, those who are in need at their homes with uh, with things that they need. I know that we would send the missionaries like to, even just to cut grass uh, or to to clean out their house a little bit. We asked to know. ask our, our parishioners, the elder, especially the elderly, if they need help uh, to sign up, and we used to come and visit them. Mm -hmm. Mowing the grass, cleaning. Of course, they love us. Yeah, they love the missionaries. Yeah, and I think that on the part of mission youth, it's almost like we need we need the parish connection in order to be able to meet those people, right? They're they trust they'll trust their pastor and and they trust the parish, but if a bunch of teenagers just showed up at their house, they wouldn't know what to think. So it's really and, important and to remind them that as a church, we are there yeah. from. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, hopefully that we can continue doing that. I think now in the time, like kind of post-pandemic, um, there's still a lot of people out there who haven't started coming back to church yet. And hopefully, mission youth can can start to be and continue to be uh, a means of inviting people back. Yeah, I hope too that we can we'll continue yeah. doing the mission work in the parish. I'm open. Nice. Well, I'm sad, Father Cruz, that I can't be. Be down there, you know. Got my new assignment Can I here in talk Canada. to you, superior? Yeah, <laughs> call my superior. <laughs> See what he says. <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll invite me or send me send me down there just for the just for that reason. Okay, well, uh, I want to thank you everybody for listening. Um, you know, if you're in Dallas, then go hang out with Father Cruz. He's got an awesome parish and lots of life there. Um, and get involved in Holy Missions there and, and wherever you are, I think that um, you can check out our website. We've got 
all the locations of missions on our website it's at missionyouth.com that's the place to find it um so share share that with your friends and uh and go check it out um we hope to get involved we're also you know always open to receiving help through your prayers and donations you can also do that at missionyouth.com um but certainly don't forget to pray for us and uh father cruz um you just want to give us your blessing everyone who's listening we ask the lord to help us to to fill our hearts to bless all our families to send peace into the world and that his blessing will always be with us father son and holy spirit amen, amen. okay Padre. thank you and god, god bless, bless everybody you.